You know the difference between hockey and those other sports? You gotta be tough to be a hockey player. I idolize Dominic Kaczyk. I played goalie because of Dominic Kaczyk. My life in hockey has been started because of Sabres hockey. I didn't need playoffs this year. I wanted it, but I didn't need it. But when you screw up for the fans as much as the team has over the last, like, five years, and just don't hold yourself accountable, I'm sorry. I'll hang up and listen. I'm sorry. Welcome to Two Goalies, One Mike, an in-depth look and behind-the-mask conversation about the greatest game on earth, where everything goes and nothing's off limits. Now I'll tell you something about this guy. This is only three minutes, eh? Whammo! Welcome to I'll Hang Up and Listen, presented to you by Two Goalies on Mike and Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case. Uh, I am joined by Connor Hurley. Hurls, Devin Levi. Finish the sentence. The best Sabres goalie since Ryan Miller already. The best Sabres goalie since Ryan Miller already. And... The first one to get a win in the home Royal blue jersey since Ryan Miller night. On January 19th. On January 19th. They tricked us. They said they were going. Well, it looked like they were going goat heads, but that was just for the team picture, apparently. Um, yeah. After, after we saw in practice yesterday, I, I totally thought they were going to do it just for the vibes. Um, but it wasn't on the schedule, and they went with the Royal Blues, and God willing, it worked out. Yeah, I mean – and how tough, before we get into all the good stuff to talk about, I just want to talk from goalie to goalie. How tough is it with those first two periods that, that Devin had where you faced two shots, two technical shots in the first period, and I think it was nine in the second for 11. Like, as a goalie, you know, it's so difficult in those situations where you're not getting a lot of rubber, you're, you know, you're trying to keep yourself in the game mentally, you know, you're trying to keep your blood flowing. And especially on top of all that, you're making your NHL debut. I think that is one of the most impressive parts of this entire game is that once New York turned it on in the third period and didn't put take their foot off the gas pedal, that he came up with the saves that he did and saved as poised and in control as he did. You know that quote from Miracle when Herb Brooks goes, you were born to be hockey players. You were born to be here tonight. I kind of think that about us right now. We were born to be podcasters for this moment because <laughs> this is a goalie show and we are talking about quite possibly the best Sabres goalie in 10 to 12 years. Um, as you said, the hardest part of a game for a goalie is typically the beginning. As I've experienced before, like the toughest shot to make sometimes is the first one because you're not mentally or physically into the game yet. And for me, it's, it's mostly mental. Like you get that first mm -hmm. one out of the way and you are – on a path to a much better game than you would be if you let in the first one. I've been guilty of it throughout my, my hockey career. And it's, it's tough. It's very difficult. And thankfully he got a pretty easy one for his first save of the game. But like you said, two shots in the first period, they played an unbelievable defensive game. They knew exactly what they were getting into in terms of the style of game that they wanted to play and they executed it to perfection. I think it obviously helps that Matias Samuelson was back. He makes a massive difference on the back end for the Sabres. He is the, your stay-at-home defenseman, the physical presence, 
that they've been lacking for however many games he's been out and the extended stretches he's the two extended stretches he's been out this season you've seen the difference guys oh, yeah. wide open a lot of puck watches guys in front no physical presence down low and in the corners he made a massive difference but when the rangers finally woke up and got their legs after playing last night you could see how good of a team they are and i'm thinking about three saves in particular from devin tonight and you could probably guess them uh, I'll let you go ahead and probably finish my sentence for me. That just stick out to me immediately. I mean, I would say the one I believe was on Panarin right there at the end of the third period. Yeah. I personally think you, you can point to the side to side, say post to post save. Uh, I think I believe it was on Kako. Um, huge save in a big moment. Um, paddle down save on Kreider right there. In the, you know, and it was long stretches in between shots. And yeah. he had a little while to get his first shot. I mean, so that was that was his first real test as an NHL goalie, yeah, the Kreider save. But I, I wouldn't even put that one third. I was going to say the one you tweeted out from our account uh, right on the post there. I forget who got the rebound um, where he gets his leg to the post yep. and seals that pad to the ice. You don't understand how difficult that is to do in that type of situation. I let in that goal 10 out of 10 times because once you make that first save, you sort of expect your defense to get it. And to have the physical and mental willpower – to seal that pad to the ice and get it over to the post and keep it there. And also, do you see he took his stick? He took his hand off his stick and grabbed yep. it with his block. One of the best feelings in the world as a goalie is if you see it there, you're able to drop that stick and palm it and grab it with your blocker. The presence of mind he had to do that in his first NHL start is absolutely incredible. Yeah, um, who, does I, I cannot, who does it remind you of? Ryan Miller? No, dropping your stick and grabbing your blocker? Or a hashtag, obviously, yeah. That's a dominator all day. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Miller dropped his stick in certain situations, but like you said, not in, not in that specific instance. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, he's the craziest thing is that he's got shades of both guys. It's insane. Mm -hmm. And the other guy I was going to compare him to um, is a young Mark Andre Fleury. He has the quickness, the agility, the positioning, the puck tracking skills that you need for a shorter goalie in the league. He's six foot, but. In today's NHL, that is considered short. Um, I see so much of Marc-Andre Fleury and Devin Levi. Mm -hmm. This brings me to tears. I just I, – I can't believe that we've been blessed with this type of goalie. I cannot believe it. And like I said, I um, I actually, you know, I, you know, I released that article earlier today. Um, you know, something I've been working on. I was working on for like at least – like, Hell of a job, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, it's been a long time since I've written anything, and I I used to be very passionate about. I was writing. I was a, I was a stickler for your grammar too. I was going through it with a fine tooth comb, and I was really impressed. I had some help there too with Grammarly. Don't worry. Um, I, honestly, <laughs> I, I thought it was really well written, and uh, everyone go check it out. It's tweeted out from the Trainwreck account. Even uh, even Maniac tweeted out it was one of the best things that's ever been written on the Trainwreck site. So, cheers yeah, to that. I I, appre I I appreciate uh, a lot of the comments and accolades. There was one dickhead who uh, made a comment. There always is. There always is. One, always one mentioned. We'll find him. Because he won a tournament here when he was 12, that means he fell in love with Buffalo. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, you're I, goddamn right he did. It's a direct quote from his mother. That is me. called, hey, hey, buddy, that's called a primary source, you dickhead. Yeah, exactly. Fucking go sit on a fucking pine cone, you douchebag. See you later. Um, anyways, uh. But yeah, getting getting to know um, you know Devin 
uh, his best friend and former teammate at North Northeastern, uh, Justin Ritz-Cohen, and his mom, um, who I got to meet in person finally tonight uh, at the game. Uh, him, uh, Devin's girlfriend, Devin's father, uh, brother. Uh, you know, I met a lot of the family, and I could tell you, I, I said it before a couple times, and I, I, it's more re- it's more reinforced now more than everything. Um, he comes from one of the best hockey families I've ever met. Um, and I can tell you right now, judging from his upbringing and just getting to talk to him, that this kid is going to not to, he just doesn't respect the game itself and the position, but he's going to wear that Jersey with a ton of pride. And you can already see that he, that he realizes how much this means to us as fans. And I think he's going to embrace that um, as much as we're going to embrace him, the much as we, as much as we're already embracing him. Um, and I think that's just, you know, that just a breath of fresh air and something we have not had in, in this city in a long, long, long time. I mean, that his first start, his first his NHL debut was a playoff atmosphere. If you listen to the crowd angle, of Jeff Skinner's overtime goal and the pop in that building after he scored. Oh, I was there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Nuts. And it, it came through on the screen, but it comes through even more when you have a camera with audio in, in the crowd. It is unbelievable. And for him, number one, obviously they want to get him in, in there no matter what this season, but to put him in there in that position yeah. against one of the better teams in the league in a position yep. where the team needed a win coming off a horrible letdown the other night against a very bad team. And for him, like you said, to start off relatively slow in terms of shot output against him, shot input against him, and then come through with that third period. I think he made 20 or 21 saves in the third period. That mm-hmm. is unbelievable. It is, especially for a 21-year-old, not let alone for anybody. But he played in his last college game two two weeks ago or three weeks ago. The Sabres signed him two weeks ago, played in his last game two to three weeks ago. He is, like we said, 21 years old. And to have that level of presence, of confidence, he never looked uncomfortable. No. And the best example is the Panarin point-blank shot from the point with two minutes remaining. He said after the game, they asked him about it. He was just like, yeah, I wish they had more one-timers on the power play at the end of the third period there. I wanted to be tested tonight. And specifically about the Panarin shot, I love it. I love that opportunity. And for you to be in that position, you need to have that mindset. You need to want the shots. You can't be scared of them coming in. Um, so like you said, the position is 95% metal, and he clearly has it. He has all the physical tools. And now, as we progress for the rest of the season, it is continuing to put him in positions to succeed. And they clearly did that tonight. I don't think he gets tomorrow's game, but I think I'd be hard-pressed. Not I've, been, be- I've, been, I've been jokingly – tweeting that out that they should play him tomorrow because yeah. he's 21 and obviously his body can well, handle it. I mean, if he's up to the challenge, if there's a guy that's up to the challenge, it's oh, Devin he's Levi. Absolutely well, up to the challenge, but don't I don't think Granato's going to do that. They're not going to do that. Um, Craig's going to play tomorrow. I think – well, no, Craig's still not off of uh, his, oh. mate, his injury thing. So it's oh, probably here? either you. it's going to be either UPL or Comrie. It's got to um, be Comrie. got to be Comrie but, then. I mean, is it Florida on Tuesday? It's Florida on Tuesday on the road. I mean – you play him, and it's hey, the team, the team that drafted him. Listen, my article was titled "Everything Comes Full Circle." Let's keep that. Let's keep that trend going with Devin Levi against the Florida Panthers on Tuesday, and um, a team that you'll likely be tied with in the playoff race. 
And that's a game you have to win. You have to win. I mean, There's tomorrow, no about it. you have to win that game specifically. And, and to, to add to the importance of it, obviously tomorrow against a team, the Flyers that they haven't played well against this season will place mm-hmm. much more importance on that game, of course. But after a win like that, after a moment like that with Jeff Skinner's overtime winner, skating immediately to Devin Levi down, down the ice, hopefully that gives them a jump to go into Philadelphia tomorrow. They're flying there tonight, likely to have the legs. They obviously play well on the road. Um, they didn't last time they were in Philadelphia a couple of weeks ago in St. Patrick's Day. But if you need any type of incentive, if you need any motivation, Philly's technically still in the race. They've been playing well. I don't want to like dismiss them as a very bad team because they've come on recently and they have a lot of good young guys. And Carter Hart's actually been pretty good recently. Um, it's not going to be easy. They're they're a tough team and they obviously know how to play the Sabres well. But mm. yeah, for for it to mean as much as we want it to, on Tuesday in Florida, like you said, to come full circle for the team that drafted him and then traded him because they thought Spencer Knight was better. So, Are we asking that question now? Is Devin Levi better than Spencer Knight? I mean, obviously Spencer okay. Knight's going, he's going through a lot. Okay. You know, you don't know. Here, here's, here's a question, a little trivia. What other three goalies um, is Devin? What other three? That's tied with, um, let me see. What other three goalies is Devin uh, in the same conversation with in franchise history as winning their first game as a goaltender in their NHL debut? Three other Sabres goalies. Who were they? Uh, it was Darren Poopa. Got one. It's Don Edwards. Nope. Uh, it wasn't beer on because they were they were making fun of him tonight for having a horrible debut. Yeah. Uh, Grant Fuhr. Nope. I know it, it wasn't Hassock so or Miller. NHL debut while with the Sabres. NHL debut while with the Sabres. It wasn't Hassock or Miller. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was Darren Poopa, Tom Barrasso, and Mika Nornan. Mika Nornan. Wow. Mika Nornan. Last from the past. Um, yeah. It's a, I mean, not necessarily an impressive list, but it's a no. nice little fun fact. <laughs> whenever your name, whenever your name is mentioned with Darren Poopa and Mika Nornan, you know, you know, you've made it. Darren Poopa got a shutout <laughs> as they mentioned tonight. Um, for a while there, I thought a shutout was a real possibility. He, oh yeah. Especially with started- okay. And let, let, let's be like, as you know, as much as they were on their heels in the third period, that was the most complete start first 40 minutes I've seen this team play both offensively and defensively all season. And, and they have not shown on the scoreboard offensively, but they were they had this Rangers team on their heels and they were playing fucking unbelievable in their own end. And they didn't they didn't have their best offensive player either. Um, exactly. Which, they didn't have their best overall player and their best offensive player from an offensive standpoint. Yeah. Um, it's it's really it's remarkable. You could tell especially in the first five minutes that they were just absolutely buzzing. They knew what this meant. They knew the importance. It was sold out, right? Yep. Yeah, obviously. Um, Yeah. I I mean, it's unfortunate that they haven't been able to get up for other games in this building. I I get that like on a Tuesday night with 12,000 people in the building, it's not necessarily the same as a Friday night full house with the Rangers and your hot young prospect making his first NHL start and goal. But Mm -hmm. They, they get up for big moments, and this team has also learned how to res- respond to adversity really well all season long. They're 3-0-1 in their last four games after losing, I think it was 9 of 11, to essentially, we declared them dead, to Undertaker, rise from the grave, and they are oh, back yeah, in it. All the references. They are back in it five 
points out with eight games remaining, one game in hand on the Penguins. Um, I, I do want to point one funny thing out that happened during the game that happened twice, during the game and after the game. Uh, after we scored the opening goal, uh, Paterka, Levi, you know, not being able to shake his college ways, comes to the top of the circle to go fist bump the boys, thinking they were going to complete the, the handshake to come to him. And almost every single one of them blew him off. And then OP, Owen Power, realized what was happening. Maybe because he's, you know, he was playing at, at, in Michigan last year. Uh, probably did the same thing with Portillo. Uh, circled back and, and, and fist bumped him. And then yeah. after the game, when he was announced first star, and I, I hate like hell because I was down there on the on the glass when they announced him first star and I got the video, I missed it. <laughs> Sabretooth blew him off for a fist bump too. Was this, like, even, was, this all, was this all planned? Are they like – I don't know. I don't no, know. No mercy. Zero mercy. Hear on me the out. Um, after, after the game, Jeff Skinner, uh, he goes, yeah, it was uh, time to let the beast out of the cage finally. I'm finally glad that we did. So oh, yeah. after Levi, for those that don't know, uh, cleared his immigration papers finally from the Canadian government into America, uh, he goes, yeah, I mean, you know, I, I was I was hungry for it to happen, and now it's time to let the beast out of the cage and see where it goes. Yep. Uh, Skinner mentioned that, and then Darlene posted to his in- Instagram story, captioned, the beast is out of the cage after they won. <laughs> so they're clearly all ripping oh, him yeah. and chirping him into oblivion, which is good because, like, you obviously don't want him to get too big of a head. Um, and with a guy like that in a debut like that, I think it just shows the type of locker room they have. Um, Oposa leading the way, Tuck right there behind him. I think Skinner is, you've seen with his Between Two Stall series, they have probably has got to be the next guest, right? He has to be. I mean, he's got to be. Yeah. He um, be. The one with Cousins the other day was unbelievable. That's great. That's so is Alaska question. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't. He didn't break the entire time. Um, but yeah, you can just tell what type of locker room they have. Um, oh yeah, it's it's come a long way from the days of Ralph Kruger, where Ralph Kruger, Ralph, where Ralph Kruger was ripping on Jeff Skinner for his career being defined by scoring goals. See you later, Ralph Kruger. I hope you're enjoying your time in Switzerland. Um, right. Now. You can tell that they are a brotherhood. They are close. Yep. They have vibes off the chart. Everything about this team screams, if not playoffs this season, absolutely next season. And that brings me to my next point. Devin Levi makes the team next year. Yeah, I. I he makes I, the team. I, next I, really, year. I believe it. I, I do believe it. I mean, um, it, he didn't look – so I was – my my thought going into the game tonight was I was hoping he didn't look out of place. Not only did he not look out of place, he looked in place. Uh-huh. He looked like he belonged, and he knew that he belonged. And everything he said since he's been there was, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have left college if I didn't think I was ready. Exactly. And they wouldn't have played him tonight if they didn't think he was ready. He makes wanna, the team next year. I want to break out this uh, tweet from last week. Uh, cause we were just talking about the beast comment cause I love, I, I mean, I'll pat myself on the back for this one being the wrestling mark that I am, uh, WrestleMania weekend. Exactly. It is WrestleMania weekend. You got that damn right. Where is it? Did I lose it? No, I see it up there. You out of here. Okay. Here we go. My goodness. Is he here? The beast is here. <laughs> Rock left. See you, UPL. You 
Oh, I love that's that. good. I haven't watched a lick of wrestling in my life, and I know it's good. The memes, <laughs> I, I'll say this the memes that come out of wrestling are way better than wrestling itself. Oh, I mean, I'll agree to, I mean, we can disagree on that because I'm a big wrestling mark. WrestleMania starting tomorrow night. I got in, uh, I got invited, I got invited to go and I, I turned it down. What? Yeah. Tomorrow, for tomorrow's card? What's that? For tomorrow's card? Yeah, for, for tomorrow night. Um, that's how much I do not. I'm in a group it. chat of people that would literally w- want to slug you in the mouth right now. I'm just, saying and it's no five, it's five minutes down the street too, but I'd rather watch the final four. Uh, oh my God. It, it is what it is. You don't, you don't, I, I wish I, I wish I was brought up with it, but I wasn't. Um, but yeah, I mean, back to, back to the matter at hand here. Um, do you have any doubt that he'll make the team next year? No. No, he he's, he makes this team. He's not. He's never going to play in Rochester. Um, I think he he plays in Rochester if they don't make the team. If they don't make the playoffs this year, which obviously the chances are slim. Oh yeah, no, this season I'm talking next year. Yeah, next season. I mean, I don't think so. No, I really don't. No, I mean, I I I saw all I needed to see, and I think I even knew before tonight. Of course, you wanted to see it at this level. Um. But it it proved everything we already thought. He he has the game physically. Uh-huh. He thinks the game mentally. He has a swagger about him. A lot of his even in the saves tonight where he stood up and just snatched it, like that is uncommon for a goalie yeah. to just like know exactly where he is and to do like your na- your natural instinct is to go down in a butterfly. And for him to stand up and just put his glove out and like it was nothing. And I also love every time you do you notice every time he makes a save. Within milliseconds, turns around, puts his stick in his pads, grabs his water bottle, and just starts yep. chugging his water I every single it. time. It's incredible. He knows he needs to stay hydrated. <laughs> like everything about him, and as like you probably saw, he's still meditating in TV breaks. Yeah, I, I love it. I you know, you know, I know the whole Qui Gon Jin you know comparison, the the Jedi thing. You know, Levi the Jedi. I, I put it on a fucking shirt. Copyright it. Let's go. God, I'm, I'm, my, that's my next there, one. There's so many opportunities. Levi jeans. He has it in his jeans. Yep. Uh, I, Dunleavy had a great call tonight. Uh, I think it was after uh, after the Caco save. Um, oh my, Devin Levi. Um, everything about this is just stacking up so nicely. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm over the moon. I I couldn't be happier. And as we said, it it was the perfect debut. And it just gives you even more excitement, not only for the rest of the season, but for next year and yeah. the years to come. He's 21 years old, um, not even not even close to his prime, uh, and he's only going to get better. Yep, yeah, I'm uh, going to pull up some comments here from the uh, from the peanut gallery. Uh, we'll start right from the top. Uh, Dwayne, what a great night! Start with your awesome. Thank you again, uh, Gar. Appreciate that. Skitter, Skitter, overtime winner. Uh, Levi jeans back in style team play with some nice grit tonight for Levi. Great to see Sammy back as well. I do want to say this. Uh, I know it was, it was before the second goal was uh, scored. Um, but Devin Levi and you know, the team's like, willingness to get him that win. I don't know if anyone knows Victor Olofsson, Jay McKee laid out to block a, 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 a absolute cannon from the point tonight. 
Victor Olafson. I didn't see that, but. Oh, yeah. He laid out Jay McKeesaw to block a shot in the point tonight, and I was blown away by that. I couldn't I mean, believe it. If that, the bet tells you all you need to know about what the, the team felt about this game and what they feel about Devin Levi. Oh, I yeah. I don't think yeah, I've I ever seen – I don't think I've ever seen him attempt to block a shot in his entire life. I like this comment. Rangers got jeans. I love it. I absolutely love it. I didn't think I didn't think about the Levi's connection before tonight, and I don't know how I I, I don't know how I missed that one. <laughs> Biggest thing I love about Levi is he does not give up rebounds and or controls the rebound, so it's out of danger. You can tell he's worked very hard at his craft. Yeah, he's talked about this a lot, and I think it's you. You were the one that mentioned that he you know he went to school. He wants to develop uh, an AI technology to help develop goaltenders. Did I mention that he did that or? Was it you that mentioned that on the show? I don't, I don't think so, no. I forget. Somebody on this show mentioned that he's going to school to help develop some type of technology that's going to help develop goaltenders. Yeah, he was a computer computer science major. He knows how to code. And yeah. uh, I think his I think his goalie coach uh, said in an interview that he thinks the game like a programmer. Yep. And for someone that took computer science in college and got a D minus three weeks left in the class and withdrew from the class, it is incredibly difficult to be good at coding, no matter what language you're using. I didn't really try to be honest, but if you, if you really commit yourself to it, it's still so hard and you need a certain type of brain that computes that type of thing very, very well and very easily. And for him to have that, like, God, the more I learn about this kid, I just, I just, <laughs> I can't believe it. I really can't. Oh man. Uh, it's a yeah. rough fresh air in this city. It really is. Um, I will say, though, I slightly disagree with the rebound point specifically tonight. I do think that, especially early on, he was getting a lot. He was getting in front of a lot of pucks just on purpose, of course. You want to make the first save. Yeah, but you I want to think, save out of the way. I do, I do think that a couple of them went directly back into the slot, which sometimes that's difficult. On the first goal, I think he'd be the, probably the first to admit it that, yeah. you know, to control that rebound better off his For bat. sure. Uh, and then two bad bounces, two incredibly miraculous bounces lead to a goal uh, right behind him that he didn't even see. Um, but yeah, I think he he would t he would tell you this himself. He would probably want four to five rebounds that hit him in the pads or the chest that went right out front back tonight. And I think that's probably uncharacteristic for him. He either swallows those up or directs them to the corner. Yeah. Uh, directionally, directionally using your blocker, uh, to, to go to the right corner or your glove or your stick to go to the left corner or your pads is yeah. a huge part of goaltending. And obviously second chances yeah. are, are massive. So I think he do, he will want a couple of those back tonight, but he'll watch the film and I think he'll correct that. I really do. Yep. And uh, have a few, uh, again, the comments just keep pouring in. Uh, Devin Levi makes a statement as an HLU proven. He's not just a rising star. He's already arrived to, to your point earlier. I think he makes this team next year. Uh, again, uh, appreciate the comments, Dwayne. You need to do more articles about goalies or Sabres goalies. Give him a Pulitzer. Yeah, I know, right? That was very well written. I learned a few things about Devin. Excellent job. Again, uh, I wish I knew your real name, Captain. They have a, you know, whatever it is. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, bud. The captain. Uh, I love it. Uh, I'm not putting either goal on Levi. One was unlucky and the other was that Olaf said over pursuing a man. And it was already covered by Bryson. <clears throat> Leave it a man. I do want to say this. On that second goal, a buddy of mine who's watching on TV said, while the puck might have been loose, he said there's no way that ref could have seen. It wasn't visible. It wasn't visible, and it should have been blown dead. 
And my, and my I buddy said it. Agree. My I had a view of it, and I couldn't see it, and he was behind the net. So how the fuck is he? There's no way you could see that puck. My buddy, uh, my buddy Jack, shout out Jack. Um, he said himself, 80% of the league probably gets that whistle blown dead. Yeah. Uh, Connor Hellebuck gets that call. Vasilevsky gets that call every single fucking day of yep. the week. Um, he's a rookie, and he did, he looked like he didn't know where it was. And the ref, who was behind the net, clearly didn't see the puck. Uh, he saw Adam Fox, who one of the better and more aware players in the league, made a smart play and poked at it and went in the net. But I would say that was under him for probably a second and a half, two seconds uh, before that yeah. went in the net. So great, great to point that out. I wouldn't put either goal on him either. And even if I would put either goal on him, I wouldn't have said it tonight. Uh, yeah, I right. Just, and what it made it it made it for a dramatic story at story like a, a, a very story. I mean, ending. even in, even in that first period when uh, is it Hittel, uh Chittle? I don't know how to correctly pronounce his uh, name. Heedle. Heedle. Um, when Labushkin had one of the best, uh, one of the worst turnovers I've ever seen in my life, directly in, in the Milky slot. Harry had a bad one tonight too, a real yeah, bad. One. I mean, par for the course with those guys. Right. Um, but it goes across, and then. Obviously, Devin uses his flexibility to get across to hopefully get there for the back to one-timer, and then it goes back over to Hedl. Obviously, he gets tied up, and he misses it, and he throws it right back to, towards Devin, but to have the presence of mind to like still know where the puck is, obviously, Hedl should have scored that goal. Everybody should. Any, anybody <laughs> in the league scores that goal 90% of the time, but like sometimes you need luck like that, and I, I think that he – Definitely made up for that, obviously, with the Kako save and a lot of other saves tonight. So you, yep. you can't blame him for that or either of the two goals. Buddy from the uh, Wrestling with Emotion chat, Hurls, what's going on? Not going to WrestleMania when it's within walking number distance. One, number one, it's not within walking distance. Anything over two blocks in L.A. is not within walking distance. So there's my counter to that. Number two, the seats were pretty far up. I didn't necessarily think that it would be a great atmosphere. It's in SoFi Stadium, which if you haven't been to or seen, it's massive. Like I was in the third level for the Bills-Rams game uh, opener last season, and like it was still pretty far up. Um, it would have been expensive. I've never seen even wrestling on TV well, in my life. Way that you were the tickets have been free. Oh no, I wasn't. No, I was a buddy that was going from work. We didn't get them from work, but um, either way, I just I don't know. I'd rather watch basketball. It's <laughs> If I if somebody can like give me like a spark notes for me to get into wrestling, for me to like wrestling as much as I like the memes of wrestling, I'll do it. I'll tell you, like, I'll tell you right now, tomorrow's Seth Rollins Logan Paul match is gonna be an absolute fucking banger. You know who you know who came into the office today? The Street Profits. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. Um uh Angelo and uh So you got to meet them? Yeah, they're super cool. Uh they did a segment on our show and they're doing a Four-way deathmatch, tag team deathmatch. I don't know, man. I don't get these terms. Uh, But, yeah, they were super cool. Uh, Mojo was in the building today. Um, Yeah, it's it's a big weekend. Yeah, uh, he's he's our co-host of the show, and uh, he came into the building. Um, But we don't need to get on a wrestling tangent here. I don't think anyone's anyone's Uh, tuned in for that. My guys in the wrestling, because they're all watching this right now, they're all all sewering you. It's great. I know. Hey, I'm sorry. Um, I'll get into it eventually. If if Levi keeps this up and you keep making uh, Levi uh, wrestling memes, why not? Yeah, right? I love it. Um, Some more comments here. 
as a Rangers fan, they didn't show up tonight, which is sad. I love y'all. Knock out the Islanders from the wild card, though. Uh, we're going to try. We're going to try very, very, very hard. Um, one of the comments that Levi did make after the in the post game when I was listening on the way home, uh, Devin said he was hoping the, the Rangers would try some one-timers. The guy wants all the smoke, and I love it. He did. He said he really thrived on that pressure from the third period. And he said, you know, after they scored that second goal to tie it, and then we got – you know, the Rangers got the power play immediately. He said he was, he was excited for that. He was like, yeah. he said, he, this is a, this is pretty much what he said almost for him. He wanted the Rangers to find those seams to get those shots off. And he wanted those one timers. He, he, he wanted to have that experience. That says so much about a, this, his confidence and B how much he's willing to take on that type of pressure and the potential of making mistakes to learn from them. Yeah, because um, that's what he wants. That I mean, that that feeling that he's striving for is is called being in the zone. It's the best feeling as a goalie when you're in a rhythm, when you know what shots are coming, and you're able to anticipate and track the play. You know where you're going to be, know where they're passing it, predict what's coming. That is the absolute best feeling in the world, and that's kind of what he had in the third period. I I don't even think he quite got there. Like he he was almost in Super Saiyan mode, and we like we saw it like very briefly, but he could absolutely get to another level. We saw it so many times in college where he made 45, 50 saves, stood on his head, won teams for one games for his team. Uh, he clearly has another gear. And I, for one, am just absolutely yep. torqued to see Whoa, it. Right. I just like, I can't, I, I cannot imagine the level of his game that it could possibly get to. And also imagine having better defense, having, the ability to play within himself, be positionally sound, and not have that many odd man rushes or opportunities. And when he does, he'll be ready for them because this team is able to play more soundly defensively. Uh, It's going to be a dangerous combination. And I think it's one that if I'm on the other side of the ice looking at it and hearing what's in the building tonight, uh, potentially hometown uh, hero, potentially soon-to-be hero, Patrick Kane, maybe wants to be a part of that next season. If I were him, I would. Throw him on the second or first, lot of, first, first lot power of play unit. A lot of speculation about potentially Patty Kane bringing his talents if, back. If that the was the best presentation we could have given him over what this team will be next season, that was it. Yeah, And also, I th- I think he would take a hometown, hometown discount to come. I really do. I would hope so. I would hope I so. Think, I think he would sign a three-year, $15, $16 million deal to come. He doesn't need any more money. He's mm-hmm. accomplished everything he needs to accomplish in his career. And the last thing would be coming home and winning the city of Buffalo. Hopefully not the city of Buffalo, but winning the Sabres, their first Stanley cup championship. The mm-hmm. Bills and the Sabres are both going to win next year. Right. It, speak it into existence. Yep. Uh, Captain Ahab Levi's dad is an AI programmer. And yes, Devin said he wants to create an AI program to help goalies. I love that about him. You love He's to hear a that. Nerd. He's a nerd just like us. He's a goalie I nerd. What could be better? Like, what could he? T- the thing is, he talks maniac. like maniac. Hurls is all elite. You, <laughs> you probably don't know what that means. That means you're an AEW. Uh, uh, AEW. I know this because we do a lot of AEW coverage at work <laughs> as well. I think I personally like AEW better than WWE. Oh, go to the hot. All of these stupid highlights I've cut over the years of wrestling. That I have no idea what's going on. I think that AEW is a better product, but another discussion oh, for another day. Somebody, whoever's watching, 
whoever's watching this from my wrestling chat, I know there's a few of you out there. Somebody's got to get Hurl's face on the All Elite on the uh, uh, Hurl's is All Elite, and we can tweet that out because he's just now confirmed. As of right now, he is AEW All Elite. Who's, uh, who's the guy I'm with the, the, who's, on the phone. Who's, who's the guy with the scarf? Uh, MJF. Oh, MJF. Uh, me, I'm MJF, and me to wrestling is fuck them kids. And then you put wrestling, <laughs> you put wrestling on the kids. That's what we call a verbal meme. Kids. Oh my god, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's how I feel about. That's wrestling. fantastic. Fine. Uh, another comment here from uh, our boy Chris Durek. Chris, good friend of the program for a long time. Um, oh my, Levi testified. Great showing by Devin. Great shot by the D for a great portion of the game. Happy to see the team get the W for him. Vote for Dwayne for pros- to prospect scout. Um, <laughs> I don't want all that. I don't know about all that. Um, I mean, anybody, you're, anybody, anybody, if anything, you're 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 a, you're a Devin Levi hipster. Yeah, dude. I'm you, a, you knew you knew you you knew about Devin Levi before he was cool. Yes, I did. I did. I was on the I was on the Devin Levi hype train well before anybody else. I really was. Uh, from back when he is uh, he first came on the spotlight and uh, with the World Juniors. Uh, so I watched that. Uh, I watched that gold. I watched that gold medal game today. Um, or at least, at least his highlights from that game today uh, he, when they lost. Unbelievable. He, he, he played know, amazing. Um, 74 goals against the average across seven games. That was his. That was his worst game of the tournament, and he let in two goals. Um, and you know who was the opposing goalie in that game for the USA? Spencer Knight. Yeah. Um, which, I mean. Down the line here with the trajectory of both teams and the amount of young guys that are on each team and the level of skill, mm-hmm. that's setting up for a massive rivalry for the next five to ten years. Uh, hopefully, Spencer Knight figures everything out mentally. I know he's on he's on the IL right now um, mm-hmm. with a, with a lot of different issues, and I think he will because it seems like he's a pretty well put together kid. And he, I think it's really really admirable of him this early in his career to take a break from the game and figure everything he he needs to figure out. Oh, for uh, sure. so, but once he gets right and once he gets back in there and is the perennial starter for the Florida Panthers, him and Levi are going to be the two best goalies in the Eastern Conference. Absolutely, without a doubt. And it's not even going to be a lot of a lot of good opportunities to watch them too. You know, yeah, it's going to be a battle and it's going to be some it's going to it's going to be very good rivalry opportunity there. I'm I'm yeah. excited to watch it. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Excited um, to watch it. I, you, if, if you could only have that on Tuesday, oh gosh, that would yeah. be. That would be something, but we'll take we'll take Bobrovsky's too because I see a lot of I see a lot of Bobrovsky game Bobrovsky's game in Levi as well. A smaller goalie, athletic, makes unbelievable saves. Bobrovsky doesn't necessarily, in my opinion, have the positioning that Levi does because incredible he, athleticism. He, his athleticism, his ability to make split saves like like Levi did tonight is is unmatched. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, we'll see what happens Tuesday, and hopefully that game means as much as we we hope. I'm going to bring up that Panarin save tour here real quick from the two goalies. One, Mike. Uh, well, we're going to bring up a few videos, uh, you know, from the from the chat here. Just uh, give me one second just to show you guys all. Uh, just a, a, an incredible performance from Devin Levi. Team rallied around him, and just you know, I couldn't be more happier for the way things ended tonight. Because I mean, I me amongst everybody else in that arena we were all on the edge of our seats there uh after they tied it at two going into the final minutes of that game get it to overtime and then you know new york ends up with the first possession of overtime which with a team as dangerous as the rangers man you do not want to give them possession right away um 
just so because you're almost guaranteed to be on your heels almost immediately. Uh, and three on three, that much open space, that speed and that skill that they have on that team between Panarin, Adam Fox, um, Patty Kane, uh, you know, Zabanajad, you know, just to name a few, you know, it, you know, Keandre Miller, uh, yeah. just a lot of talent on that team with open space. They're one of the most dangerous teams in the league. The craziest uh, thing, though, is that like every other overtime this season, I've been worried about an impending goal because of the lack of uh, average to above average goaltending that we've had this season. But I wasn't worried tonight. I knew that he was up to the challenge. And when you when you looked at him in commercial breaks, like he wasn't worried. So I wasn't worried. Why would yep. I be? If, if he looked as calm as a cucumber in there and he knew that he would rise to the occasion and he did, like, why would we be worried? And your first star. How, uh, how many kids did you have to push over to get to this spot uh, to, get, to get to this video? <laughs> this was actually my seat, believe it or not. Oh, you were sitting there tonight. Yeah. Right on the glass, right next to the bench. Which, in fact, terrible seats, people. Yeah. Don't ever do it. Terrible seats. Were you? Did you miss a lot because because of that angle? Uh, in the first period, yes. Um, in the first period, yes. But we found seats a few rows up, and we sat in those, which were pretty good, about ten rows up. So uh, we were able to watch the game and you know get it in, but. Uh, a lot here to digest from uh, – hold on, the two goalies, one Mike Page. So give me one second here, guys. Uh, some more good, some more highlights that I'll pop up here just in just a moment. Uh, from I, I just want to pull up that Panarin save that we talked a lot about because, I mean, again, like you said, I think that was just, just, just a key save. Um, it's a really – a game-saving save. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, the way he was able to push himself out after being in the, you know, going down in the butterfly, going post to post and being able um, to track it through a crowd. I yes. think that's like an underrated quality. He with finds pucks. He, he finds pucks much it's, easier it's, than goalies we've seen in Buffalo in the past. And I, I think um, Rob Ray mentioned on the, either Rob or Dan mentioned on the broadcast, like his head movement, his ability to get through mm-hmm. a crowd, to crouch down, to find a puck no matter what, because at the end of the day, that's all that matters. Um, and it's an underrated quality for So you saw his head movement. If you play it back, uh, I don't know if you have a replay, but watch his head movement uh, right before Panarin gets the puck. Yep. He moves right, that? moves left, crouched down all the way to the ice, he finds, finds the where puck. it is, challenges, gets out. You guys see it right here. Boom. And Panera thought he had Panera thought he had a goal. Panera thought he had a goal. It's being aggressive. It's being confident. Um, You need to challenge as a small goalie. And for his ability, like you said, to crouch as low as he is, get over, find that puck, get out, get big, let the puck hit you, swallow it, no rebound. Chef's kiss. Yep. Just watched some of Levi's saves. Gave me pure goosebumps. So excited about his potential. Can't wait to see him start next game. Go Sabres go. Again, I don't think it'll be tomorrow, but he does. I think he does get Tuesday start. Seeing seeing this level of affinity for a Sabres goalie after all of the strife I know. and arguing there has been all season long. Believe me, I've defended uh, Eric Comrie 
uh, Lukanen and Anderson, less Anderson because he hasn't really needed to be defended because what else does a 41-year-old have to prove? But the way that I've defended goalies this season has been that, that Mel Gibson meme of throwing up a sword with the whole crowd coming at you in Braveheart. Uh, that's, or, that's been us because, like, at the end of the day, this defense has largely been horrific. They yeah. have been horrible. The expected goals per game and the, the, the shot quality against has been tough. It would have been tough for any goalie in the league. Um, but at the end of the day, I think Devin faced that for the most part in the second and third period faced a similar type of shot quality. And you can tell that he's obviously the best goalie on the team already. Yep. And, and, uh, I just, for, for, for me, um, just to hear that arena that loud again, you know, there's a lot of easily been since Ryan Miller night for sure. It's goosebumps. And here's a Levi chance. I started one of them myself, which I'm pretty stoked about. Yeah. Um, you you're know, the real, you're the real MVP tonight, Dwayne. Yeah, man. Without me at that arena, it doesn't happen. No, what did happen? It's great started. that it's great that he has such a good name for that, Levi. 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 I mean, it's we're checking every box off the list tonight. I, I don't know if I don't know if there's any I don't know if there's anything else we can accomplish here. Um, goal scores tonight um, was Paterka. Skinner with the winner, and who had the second one? Greenway. Greenway, yes. Grown, that grown was man goals. Goal too. Grown man. That's the guy we've wanted since the trade happened. He lowered Get his shoulder. Me, little boy. Exactly. Literally, he lowered that shoulder, drove himself to the net, used his size to advantage. People got to remember, he's bigger than Tage Thompson. He's heavier than Tage Thompson. People he drove that. himself to the net and scooped it up in the backhand. A save Halak has to have, but it doesn't matter. He didn't it, it, have it. But as another goalie defender, it got deflected right before he he was tracking it, and it got deflected in the, into the net. So, I mean, sure. I I I personally, um, as a former Sabers goalie, too. Yes, for two days. Do you ever see that video on YouTube? Uh, his his send off from Sabers fans. No, I haven't. Oh, hold on, I'll bring it up real quick. It's fantastic. Yeah, um, he, uh, he he almost spent his little time with the Sabers as Peter Scudro. Do you remember Peter Scudro? I remember Peter Scudro. Yes, played. What was it? Uh, one minute, one minute with the Sabers, or was it one second? I don't even Either. know. Either way, it was pretty short. Um, uh, this video for people that want to see, it's absolutely fantastic. As as you pull it up, I was going to mention uh, earlier, but we got caught up with Levi. Obviously, uh, JJ Paterka was all over the ice tonight. Oh yeah. He was the best player on the ice for the Sabres. Um, I don't I don't know what – I mean, he's been good, I would say, in 50, 65% of the games this season. But, yeah, especially that first goal, that line in general was amazing. Quinn, you can tell what type of confidence he's gaining in Cousins' is Cousins, obviously. Yeah. Um, but Paterka reached another level tonight. Uh, that he, made me, he has made a lot of jump in his step tonight. A made, lot he's, he's arguably the fastest player on the team, and he – made it known, especially in the first period, but I would say the entire game, he reached another level that makes me even more excited for the Sabres middle six going forward. Uh, that would be a massive development for him. To this, be is, as good as this, video, this video is fantastic. And Steve Ott have gone to the St. Louis Blues in exchange. Yarrow Halak, who's become, become an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season, is going back to the Buffalo Sabres. I will remember <laughs> you. That's the best song. Anything like this. You remember me. <laughs> 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 has been traded by Buffalo 
to the Washington Capitol. So the Capitals get Yaroslav Halak. No, let your pass you by. And weep not. Weep not for memories. Oh, man. I don't shout know. Out, I shout out Sarah McLaughlin. Connor Gorman is the one that posted that. Dude, shout that out Sarah McLaughlin. Sarah that, McLaughlin. That's unreal. Uh, did we trade him? Did we trade him because he was playing too well? I guess so. Must yeah, have that was that was the time in Sabres history. Uh, uh, he never played a minute for the Sabres. I don't even know. Oh, okay, uh, that must. I forget who it was that was playing too well. Uh, but during the tank, uh, I think we had Neuberth. three or four goalies down the stretch. Neuberth. Neuberth. It was Neuberth, and then it was another. God. I don't even want to think about it. I want to say it was Lindbergh. It, it might have been Lindbergh. Um, that were playing too well because obviously the, the management wanted to lose and they just Quinn, immediately Quinn got rid of him. From Brian Inglet here. Well, Quinn was very noticeable night too. He was, he was incredible. When he, he toe drags in the slot and he has the presence to keep the puck in those zone entries, um, you can tell what type of player he's going to be. And he already is. Um, yeah. he's, he's had an amazing rookie year. Uh, I'm really excited about his future. Yep, yep. So, where's Mauricio tonight? I yo, I was gonna actually gonna say something. Where is Mauricio? Does he only show up for bad games? I I don't know. I, you know, he showed up for the the Leafs game. He was there. You know, getting you know jacked up. He's uh, a cherry picker. He's, a, legend only he's a cherry picker, is what he is. It's true. It's true. Uh I can't wait. I, if Mauricio, MIA tonight, bud. It's okay. I, right. gotta let him know next time. Where we'll was he? Him. We'll forgive him. Uh, you got anything else for any girls? Uh, you know, no. you know, predictions for tomorrow against Philly. Um, I think we've, I think we've covered it. I'm, I'm nervous. Yeah. Well, just based on Sabres, like Sabres like to play up to other teams' levels, and they like to play down to the other. I'm teams. nervous because I think Torts has figured out something with how to play this team defensively. Clog the neutral zone, push them around. They're obviously much bigger and more physical. Uh, and you've seen it in those first two games. I think it was a five nothing loss and a five two loss, and that five two loss was five nothing at one point. Um, yeah, it's concerning, and they're playing well. Uh, they need to play even better than they did tonight to get a win tomorrow, and that's that's saying something. Um, given that Comrie backed up tonight, I think it is probably going to be Comrie. Um, played well last Saturday in a big spot against the Islanders on the road, and I thought he played pretty well against the Rangers on on Monday. Uh, not, not the Rangers, the Canadians on Monday. So he likely gets the start, especially since UPL has been sh- so shaky recently. Um, maybe Levi's the backup. Yeah. I don't know. I guess Eventually. we'll see. That would be nice. Oh, I think that would be a, a nice little reward for a solid effort tonight. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously a massive game. You need two points. I mean, yeah, one at the, one at the bare minimum because uh, that Panthers game on Tuesday obviously is going to be mass, a massive swing yeah. either way. So, yeah, I I hope that they harness some of this momentum, some of this energy and good feeling that adrenaline in a good spot, and it carries over. Um, Philly's mm-hmm. been good, but I I really do believe that those first two games do not have to be an indication of what that game is going to be tomorrow. Yeah. And if I'm Don Granado, I am hammering that point home as much as possible that this team has bullied you. They have dominated you they have dog walked you in two games this season the only time they've lost in the goat heads this season was that monday night game in early january to the flyers i maybe it was not the only it might have been the only loss either way 
it's one of the only losses. And I think that they have something to prove tomorrow. Um, so we'll see what happens, but I am cautiously optimistic. It's definitely, definitely nice to have Sammy back. Hopefully, uh, Don said in the post game that there is a chance Tage will be in lineup tomorrow, which would be huge. Uh, you know, especially if he's healthy, we need him. Uh, we need him bad. Um, let's see. I couldn't be prouder of Levi. Great first win in a very high pressure event against a great Rangers team. Just blows my mind how loose against how how to, how they lose against the Habs Flyers are. But hey, a win's a win. Agreed. I, again, uh, Paramount Pictures, the original beast is Bam Bam Bigelow. I'm it's my Bigelow. Uh, yeah, I was never a Bam Bam guy, but I mean, it's Brock Lesnar. He's the beast. Beast. Of course. We all knew that. Um, few last, uh, comments here that we missed from earlier. Sorry guys. You know, we were very deep with our Levi love. Uh, Jeremy White tweeted out a great video of the, uh, crowd. You should play it. Uh, I'll give it a shot here. Cause I do want to play one more video. I want to play his rookie laugh. Uh, you know, so great. Great tradition in hockey. Make them go out there, do the lap, first lap on their own. Uh, one of my few, few favorite traditions in hockey, for sure. So we'll pull that up here real quick, too, as well. Without a bucket, no less. No bucket. Flick the hair back. Yeah. Went around, sniped a couple of shots with the goalie stick. Yeah. Top chatter. Yeah. yeah. It's got so much fucking swagger. It's insane. It, it, it's fantastic. So let me see if I can bring it up here. Uh, the rookie lap, the rookie lap, the rookie lap. Where is the rookie lap? Where is it? Come on, where is it? The rookie lap. Where is it? Don't kill yourself. No, no, I gotta play the rookie lap. I'm not. I'm not. We're not. We're we're not ending the show without playing the rookie lap. Yeah, you're right. Or, you a, you a can't not play the rookie lap. It's a ceremonial end of the show. Yes, yeah, so hold on. I'll bring it up right here. I, I got it. I got it. Just give me one more second. We gotta hire an intern to bring up these clips. Yeah, man. We gotta start paying people. Um, you know. <laughs> Someday. Oh, actually, here's the save that you were talking about too. Here's the save that you were talking about as well. Um, one of your three top saves. We'll bring that up real quick while I look for that. Um, right here. Fantastic save off a rebound where he stretches that leg out. One more replay here. Yeah, one more replay. But you don't even fully get to appreciate it on this on this angle. Uh, I was hoping they would show it. And shout out to the producers and directors from MSG tonight. They had, especially on the Panarin angle from down the ice, uh, the low angle shot of uh, him coming out and challenging and getting that his chest. The overhead angle of this save looks amazing because you can see recognition of where it was, where he needed to get his pad on the post, and also his stick behind the post to seal his pad to the ice to be able to make yep. it. Uh, everything about it is just textbook. Absolutely perfect. We teach it in clinics. He's going to teach it in an AI clinic one day. Um, it's it's really it's remarkable. Honestly, I, I cannot mm -hmm. believe he he has. I, I mean, I can believe it given what he's already gone through in his career. But to make that save in that spot, yeah. And now, just a few more saves. I mean, since we're rolling through them here real quick before we before we get out of here, 
Um, again, the the the, the pad the, the post the post save on Kako, which was incredible. Looking to try to break one out on the wing. First time they got the really got the crowd going. So the thing about that one is he needed to get to get down and get his pad down, but he also needed to get his glove up in unison with his pad. It was on the top of his pad and the bottom of his glove that he sealed the, the glove and the pad at the same time. That's not an easy thing Levi. to do. Mama Levi. Mama Levi. We love Mama Levi. Get over, get over, get that glove up. See, watch. Yep. Look, at, look how he seals the entire time. Hold on. Look how he seals it too. Real quick, where is it? No rebound. Look how he seals his pad with his glove. The top of his pad with his glove. Stupid. You hear the Levi chance. Full split. Hey, hey, young goalies, do Pilates. All right. It's something I never did. Do yoga. Do Pilates. Have the ability in your groins, in your hip flexors, to be able to do that, and you'll yeah. get to that level. Levi Chance, you hear that? That's when that's when it first happened. That's when I heard it on the broadcast. Is that the one you started? That was when the Levi Chance officially started. That's that's the one you started, though. Uh, yeah, we'll go with that. We'll say it was me. It was 100% that one. Yeah. It was 100% me. Sure. Um, obviously, Levi the Jedi. Uh, we'll bring that quick pick up or a hero quick. God, there's, Just, there's so many. God. You knew there would be. I would say of any fan base in the league, the Sabres fan base has the highest ceiling of memes. 100%. The memes that come out of this fan base are absolutely incredible. Yep. It's fantastic. Oh, that's so good. I didn't see that one. I'm going to frame that. Yep. I mean, that's that could go on a shirt tomorrow. I'm going to frame it. Yeah, it's just, well. like, just to have a, like, a bunch of like – he obviously doesn't think about this, but just to have a bunch of people staring at you and to like – not be self-conscious about that and to be completely 100% centered in the moment to not like care if people are watching you just like sitting on your knees in the middle of a rink while everybody else is like near the board, drinking water, like shooting the shit. Yeah. He's a sicko. Like he's an absolute sicko. And I, for one, am. I love goalies that are sickos though. You need, to be, you need to be a little fucked up in the head. You need to be a little weird. Yep. You, need, you need to have something a little bit race. off. To get in front of a puck at 100 miles an hour and sacrifice yourself. The There's the hot lap. Snipe. The fact that he's like stick handling too. Like, all right, dude, we get it. All right. We get your sick. Oh, <laughs> it's the only time I've chirped him. I never will again. I'm so sorry. Dude. I mean, I don't think anybody, even himself or his family, could have really, you know, tried to imagine that this night would have ended up as great as it did. No. The way it went. And just... No. I mean, you even saw his mom after every save blowing him kisses. Um, his yep. girlfriend turning around and putting the Levi up. Yeah. Doing the praise in the box. Like, that is a seminal moment for any family. Yep. It reminds me of, of my parents watching me. My dad was my coach. My mom was on pins and needles every single game, even in that building in high school. Um, yeah. For how nervous you possibly can be in that position, um, to be as tough as you are and to be as mentally strong and capable in that moment is is really incredible. So, yeah, shout out Devin Levi. I got nothing else. Yeah, I'm I'm done. Um, we'll celebrate Devin some more tomorrow. Um, I'll repost the article if anyone hasn't written it. I think it's uh, 
outside of pumping my own tires here, I think it's worth it as a Sabres fan for you to read it. Um, you know, really kind of uh, tells the story of a kid from, from, from Quebec who uh, first appeared in Buffalo in his first major ter- uh, tournament here at the Northtown Center in Amherst. I think back Formerly then, known as the Pepsi Center. Center yes, the Pepsi Center. Um, and, uh, you know, he, as an underdog, the – Junior Lions uh, came back and beat the East Coast Selects uh, in the championship game. Uh, and a big reason why was because of the play of a young Devin Levi and uh, how he, you know, never, you know, sold or got rid of the, the, the equipment. And you, know, you can see the pictures of uh, all the gear and the jerseys from that tournament and the medals and, you know, everything from, uh, you know, a young Devin Levi and how everything has come full circle. Uh, a story that, you know, his mother, Ida uh, Levi, helped me tell along with his best friend and former teammate, Justin Ritzkoian. So um, was a- absolutely honored to help to help tell that story. And, um, you know, I'm glad that the people that have read it liked it. And, uh, you know, again, put a lot of put a lot of time and patience into that one. So thank you, everybody, for taking the time to read those ones. Those you did. A couple stick taps. So. But uh, this has been I'll Hang Up and Listen, brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case on George Urban Boulevard. Um, don't haste. Go buy a case for all your Sabres game day, game night needs uh, as we try to make one final push here to the playoffs. And uh, I'll hang up and listen. Earls, you have a good night. Um, Devin Levi stole the show and goal. Hurls finishes his wine. And we'll see you tomorrow night. It's beer. Let's let's go Sabres. Hey, everybody. This is Dwayne from Two Goalies, One Mike, a show where we give you a behind-the-mask coverage of the greatest sport on earth, whether it be happening right here in Buffalo or around the hockey world. Now, you might be thinking, hey, Dwayne, why would I want to hear what you two idiots have to say about hockey? Well, first of all, rude. Second of all, we're bringing coaches, players, analysts from your favorite programs from ESPN to Sportsnet to TSN. We're always on it. If you're a Sabres fan or just a hockey fan, you can download us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, you can check us out at trainwreckSports.com or the Dean Blundell Podcasting Network. Thank you for your support, guys, and I'll hang up and listen. The Podcast Super Friends is a monthly meeting of five podcast producers. Hi, I'm Catherine O'Brien from Branch Out Programs in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I'm John Gay from Jagged Detroit Podcasts. I'm Matt Kundle from the Sound Off Podcast Network. I'm David Yes from Pod 617, the Boston Podcast Network. And I'm Johnny Peterson from Straight Up Podcasts. Together, they form the Podcast Super Friends, an alliance of podcast masterminds sharing best practices, insights, and discussions to help make you a better podcaster. Follow or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or at soundoff.network. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.